Hello, my name is Alexander Moraire and I'm the founder of ITK Media. You've tuned into our podcast about Central and Eastern European startups that are in pre-series A stage. And our guest today is Silvia Lodi, and that's the first name, that's not the pseudonym, the co-founder of Spaceit. Spaceit develops an end-to-end infrastructure for satellite operations, ground station services. Tere homikust. Tere homikust, tere õhtust. Yes. Okay. Look, so before we start with the scenario, uh, Silvia, tell me, mm-hmm. do you believe in the future space exploration by humankind? And this will be not a just let's, let's go and test. It will be um, long-term missions uh, on the moon, Mars and, and onwards. No, we have, uh, I think uh, towards uh, that target, uh, some gentlemen and companies are currently uh, thriving too. So we'll see whether they will succeed or not. But um, it is a, uh, a, an idea of, of uh, many organizations nowadays. So we might not see it uh, in the next uh, 10 years time, but uh, maybe after that, it might happen. Your own company is also n- n- no easy stuff, so to say. End-to-end infrastructure for satellite operations and ground station services. So let's jump into the first round of this scenario, the product, the solution. How would you explain and describe what you are trying to build or what you are building, actually? No, you already uh, briefly mentioned that the space, it offers infrastructure for satellite operations and we do it as a service. Um, um, to be more specific, uh, now uh, we have uh, developed a cloud-based platform uh, for uh, mission control, uh, ground station services, and, and cybersecurity. Um, and um, it uh, consists of the uh, following main features. Uh, it ha- has um, a cloud-based mission control software. Uh, also, uh, it acts as an aggregated marketplace for ground station services. Um, meaning that um, we uh, are or will be integrated with different uh, ground station networks worldwide to offer um, satellite uh, missions uh, as wide coverage with their satellites as possible. And, and thirdly, regarding the cybersecurity part, then we have developed a um, satellite operation simulator based on our platform. Uh, which is used in large-scale uh, live fire cyber exercises. And then it helps to develop, test, and validate different um, satellite communication systems. Yes, okay. And who are the clients for each of these uh, three elements or like of the whole of the whole um, infrastructure that we're building? Who are the key clients? Mm-hmm. Private, public, yeah. both? Uh, both private and public organizations, uh, specifically commercial operators, public operators, academic and research institutions, also defense-related uh, organizations, uh, such as um, military, defense, government, uh, personnel. Um, so, yep, these are, these are the main customers. Not often we meet, you know, startups actually going into this space. And uh, would you say this is a crowded space? And uh, is it difficult, or more more importantly, I would say, is it dif- is it difficult um, to identify a client and then actually sell to these clients? Do you have already um, ongoing pain 
paying really i mean paying customers uh, in relationship uh, uh, beyond pilot or what's the current state business wise commercially uh, yes uh, we do have uh, paying customers so uh, we had a revenue of 125000 euros uh, in 2020 uh, for this year um, we have matched that number already and um, regarding the identification of the customers then uh, in terms of um, um, in terms of the actors in the market then uh, there aren't so many i would say compared to the let's say consumer business or, or some some other uh, industry so uh, and and these companies are rather uh, easily identified because they need different licenses and uh, again uh, the, the number of payers uh, it, it isn't very very big um, in in space industry but it is increasing though so you said there is a slight increase in revenue, 120, uh, did, did I understand correctly, 125? Uh, no, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I, I, I actually uh, uh, stated that uh, we have matched uh, our previous financial year revenue already today. Yeah, yeah, which is, if you compare like mm. full year, you are uh, on your way to, to... Yeah, we have increased it, yes, by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is what already. I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and how do you earn? So let's let's see this year, okay? So you say today mm -hmm. um, you have already more or less the revenue of the last year covered and achieved. Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. what are the key mm -hmm. what are the key revenue streams? You would say, starting with the biggest. Yeah, what? the the key revenue streams uh, as maybe uh, for other uh, European companies, um, uh, the uh, um, European Space Agency procurement that. Uh, uh, make a big portion of the of the revenue. Also, we have uh, paying customers regarding our cybersecurity um, uh, simulators, um, and um, regarding if to take the other revenue streams, then uh, of course um, the uh, revenue which comes from the uh, satellite. Um, missions, meaning uh, who would be using uh, our um, uh, satellite uh, or mission control software um, uh, on a subs subscription-based basis. So a couple of questions there. Um, European Space, mm -hmm. what's that? Uh, agency, right? European Space Agency. European Space so, Agency. Mm -hmm. So you got a contract with them for... Um, for a like niche kind of service area, or you are servicing ESA as a whole. Um, the, we got the contract uh, from European Space Agency. It is difficult to say whether niche or not, since we are using the um, uh, solution what we developed together with them or for them uh, in large scale uh, cyber exercises uh, with over 2000 participants per uh, exercise. So um, if to consider the industry as such, then it might be niche. So, but the number of participants, it might be not so niche. Interesting. And um, describe several groups in these um, participants. You said what, 2000 participants in cyber security yes, um, And what, what types of companies or, or entities these are? A different kind of people. Mm -hmm. um, the, the one that I was uh, uh, mentioning, uh, 
It is called Lock Shields and it is organized by NATO's Cooperative Cyber Defense Center of Excellence. And this is an annual event. And the, the people participating there, there are there were, I think, more than 20 countries represented and um, consisted of uh, uh, people with different occupations from defense uh, to um, say uh, um, a government uh, personnel. Mm-hmm. And what's the um, what's the model, uh, this sales model, and the, the pricing uh, approach as well? Is it what subscription based or per um, what per specific kind of project? Uh, depending on the depending on the customer, depending on the event, so it can be sub- sub- subscription based, but as well as based on the uh, event and the whole setup. So speaking of your potential client base for uh, like mm-hmm. by, by the end of 2022 next year, mm-hmm. um, who would you say are going to be your key clients? Satellite operators. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, as as well as as well as again European Space Agency, this plays a big role in the European space uh, uh, market. And as far as satellite operators, these are predominantly private companies, I understand. Private as well as public companies, because uh, academic and, and research institutions, they are also very active in, uh, in space industry, uh, launching satellites and um, conducting different um, uh, research and tests in space. Yes, okay, amazing. Silva, let's move on to uh, try and understand the competitive space that you are in. How crowded mm-hmm. it is, how difficult it is to stand out from, from this crowd, and who are your key yeah, uh, Yes, so yeah, there are definitely uh, companies focusing on providing the mission control solutions uh, as we do on the market. Still, still, they differentiate depending on the exact focus uh, of the offering. Also, satellite companies uh, often use in-house solutions. So um, many of, but still many of these in-house solutions might not be scalable enough to support uh, satellite constellations. And um, they do not often offer um, extensive radio communication or do not support satellite communi- uh, constellations or show um, uh, deficits in cybersecurity. So uh, yeah, the market we are aiming to remedy this situation. As for the um, names, uh, I wouldn't mention any specific name here because again, there are so many in-house solutions uh, which are can developed by, uh, by each and every satellite mission. So yep. what is the entry barrier high enough? Um, mm-hmm for for in-house solution but the entry barrier basically um, it, it might be high yes depending on the complexity of the system that uh, you would like to build so uh, if you would like to build a sophisticated scalable system then um, it definitely costs uh, at least a couple of million uh, euros and and uh, consumes maybe two years of 
uh, of development time. If, if the solution will be somehow lightweight, the entry barrier or the, or the budget for that solution might not be very big. Yeah, still, I would not forgive myself if we didn't touch the uh, topic of Starlink by some Elon uh, across the ocean. <laughs> and so they, yeah. they launched by now, I think, somewhere around 2,000 satellites already, and the plan being, what, 10,000 10, or 12,000, something like that. Would you say something this is like a, that? Yeah. So would you say, A, yes. you would, be, would you be able to uh, provide proper service and servicing kind of you know uh, servicing this fleet of satellites uh, first question is this not too big a scale for you i mean let's say this uh, ultimate 10k or i mean 10,000 or 12,000 um, satellite fleet uh, in the sky already this is first mm -hmm. and second would you wh when do you think you would be ready to pitch uh, starlink <laughs> That's a really good question and intriguing question, of course, but I think right now we wouldn't be able to uh, service or support that this big of a fleet. Um, what we are aiming to, of course, is to, uh, to have it uh, or to have our solution ready um, uh, to do it maybe in a couple of years time. So um, it takes, um, of course, a lot of development efforts and, and actually we don't know any specifics of, of this fleet. So um, ah, okay. it, it, you have to adjust yeah, to the, basically exactly. to hardware itself, right? Okay, okay. Exactly. So yeah, each and every, okay. yeah, exactly. So each and every mission is somehow um, uh, uh, very independent and, and uh, tech and uh, software specific. So yeah, we, we need to know more uh, uh, more about the mission. Silvi, come on. I mean, what's, what's going on here? Uh, Estonian, Estonian you know, startups are known to be like expanding globally after they are more or less successful in, let's say, Estonia or Europe. And what, what's, what's blocking you of approaching them now? Of course, making sure that they don't have this already in-house. And if they don't, yeah. this is an opportunity for you. And you say openly, we will do this a, like tailor-made solution for you. Give us your parameters, hardware, software, da-da-da. And then mm -hmm. this is something that would help your investors as well. Like, who are your clients? And you say, one of the like, most promising is Starlink. You heard, of, you heard of Starlink? And they are our biggest challenge as well. Yes, uh, no, nothing is actually stopping us uh, approaching. Let's do it. Uh, so as soon as we finish this uh, <laughs> podcast, I'll I will need. Uh, no, I have your presentation. Let's just go ahead and you yeah. know share this on Starlink uh, with Starlink. Yes, let's consider that. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, again, uh, considering the size and size of the of that enterprise, uh, they most likely have the solution in house which yeah, okay. of course nevertheless uh, uh, doesn't prevent us to, to talk with the peop uh, starting people. So we would be more than happy to do it. But um, uh, considering um, our size today and, and the, the fact that we are scaling up, uh, then um, uh, yeah, we, are, we are concentrating currently on the small and medium-sized uh, satellite missions. Okay, which if speaking in fleet category, I mean, number of number of satellites in the fleet kind of categories, how many uh, satellites is doable and afford, I mean, you can you can cover now and service? Again, very difficult to say, depending on the mission specifics. Uh, we, 
we can definitely uh, cover, uh, I, I would say, more than 10 satellites. But, yes, okay. Uh, okay. okay. There, there, yeah, there aren't so many fleets actually with so many satellites up, mm -hmm. up, up in the in the in space. I see. Okay, okay. So you could say it's like um, your your immediate target is uh, you could say SM, SMBs of uh, satellite business, right? Yes. Yeah. SMEs. SMFs, small medium fleets. Uh, let's say SMS. See that great. Let's move on then uh, to the next round. Round mm -hmm. three is a very quick. Usually I say quick, but it, it, it's not very quick usually. Uh, Q&A kind of serious. And let's start with your own productivity hacks. And by hacks, I hear mean not the tools, apps that all of us know, but the way of doing things. Is there a, a way, a like silver way of doing things effectively? <laughs> um, I, 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 since I, I come from a rather um, um, old and uh, boring uh, industry as banking, so uh, um, so uh, although I have adjusted to uh, to startup uh, scenery in uh, recent years, so um, uh, I uh, the, the, the the maybe one hacking point to to mention here is to to trust the uh, the people surrounding you and trust your personnel. So time to uh, and time to time and even very often they they have a very maybe better solutions and better ideas and they they might be wiser than I am. So I would say the trust is the key. Okay, and look, Silva, to trust the people in the team, and to to have the right, I mean, to have the grounds or to to have justified grounds to expect good or better solutions from your team than you would come up with yourself. This is a function of proper selection or proper recruitment process. Do you have any 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 specific ideas there, or maybe some like pearls of wisdom how to do recruitment and selection for the team uh, in a great way, so that then you can trust those people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, we are actually up, uh, going through the uh, hiring process right now, and uh, and uh, yeah, what I would say here is that uh, it, time to time, just uh, you know that the right person is in front of you and and having the discussion, but uh, at some uh, in some cases uh, we are using also um, some homework. And and it is okay. not maybe uh, maybe not to test the the knowledge of the person person, but also to to see the motivation whether ah, whether okay. whether one is whether one is motivated enough uh, at least to start. So um, okay. And what's the homework? Would you say homework is really big big workload or like superficial? Let's say for a for a for a what was the last homework you gave somebody? For what role okay, yeah. and what was the uh, the content of this homework? Yeah, yeah, we are we are uh, hiring uh, software developers right now, and um, and it is um, a uh, software development uh, based um, home assignment. Um, okay, it should take. It, it isn't a very easy one, uh, and there there aren't so many people who who have. Uh, uh, who, ha who who have uh, given us the perfect solution 
but uh, the ones that we have hired, they have at least they have at least tried and and started the, doing the homework. So, yeah. And in your in your estimation, how much time it uh, would take um, to, to 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 resolve this task? Um, uh, our CTO uh, says that it will take uh, it takes uh, four to eight hours. Four to eight hours is homework. <laughs> oh wow, that's some commitment you're looking for. Indeed, this is a good this is a good luck. How does a Latmos paper, right, or a good test of motivation? Interesting, interesting, interesting. Really. Now, what about some unique apps or programs, or that's like unique? I mean, unique or exotic that you could share with us? Not not, not the yes, Asana, Trello, no. Slack, all of these. Like, is there any unique really you think are are just no, you now, know what? Yeah, nowadays it is already becoming unique. We are using Skype still. Skype? What do you mean Skype? What's that Skype? It's just because of your patriotic kind of uh, you feel this <laughs> patriotic like uh, nostalgia, right? When it was truly astonishing. Maybe, maybe nostalgia. Maybe it is just a <laughs> habit. So, <laughs> but um, but yeah, regarding the, the the platforms that we are communicating, uh, it is so so such a wide variety. So. I'm using from Messenger to, to Slack, to Skype, to Discord, uh, to okay. <laughs> Microsoft Teams. So it is like, mm -hmm. yeah, quite a mess, I would say even. <laughs> but I agree, but, Skype, but, Skype today is pretty exotic. So let's stop there and move on. Silva, yeah. thanks. Let's move on round four, the company. So the company was founded 2015. Um, in the year 2015, I understand. So, as far as the founders, yourself, CEO, co-founder, you have Mikel Yalakas, front-end development, lead mm -hmm. co-founder, and then the whole team, wonderful people, like many people. How many people you have now in the team, by the way? Uh, right now, we have eight people, and uh, we would like to increase it by 10 to 11 by the end of this year, mm -hmm. and, and also like continue. Plus, con plus, plus yeah. three, four, or plus 11? Uh, plus three, four, and uh, double it uh, Q, uh, Q1 uh, 2022. Okay, what are the roles that you are now looking for? So you said programmers, what else? Programmers, sir. Ah, mostly, okay. Then who is, mm -hmm. fr from, from the whole team, who is client, who is doing the client-facing kind of uh, roles? Um, me, uh, I am doing as well as Laurie is doing, so two of us. And, and as for the founders, yes, then uh, there were three founders and uh, uh, me and Laurie and Mikkel, we go way back. Uh, we are friends from elementary school and, and high school. So yeah, quite a long friendship already. Did you work together before uh, SpaceX? No, no. Ah, interesting. So you went your own ways and then SpaceX um, connected to you again. Yes. Interesting. Like three yes. musketeers. More or less. <laughs> yeah. Like almost 20 years after you uh, parted ways. Interesting. Exactly. So programmers and what what technologies uh, you're looking for in, I mean, what experience? Uh, right Java, pro in Java, Java um, uh, uh, okay. programmers. Okay. Would you prefer uh, remote or office-based or you were open to anything? We are open for, for different solutions. So uh, we have, um, or we are opening now um, a second office in Estonia, in Tallinn. We have um, um, one in Tartu, uh, mm -hmm. but no, since COVID, since COVID, and we have also 
time to time outsourced uh, some um, uh, some development work. So the remote okay. work has also worked for us well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. One last question on the team uh, as such. So mm -hmm. I, I'm again. I'm you know as far as like hard hard stuff and like hardware. I mean uh, software and all the back end and so on. This is clear. You will find a way. You will find the good people and so on. As far as front mm -hmm. uh, client facing uh, roles and positions, when do you think you will need to increase? or maybe to hire people for sales uh, roles um, in the team and what backgrounds mm -hmm. you would need for those people? Mm -hmm. Yeah, again, very good question. Um, um, I, I would say that uh, um, as, for the, as for the sales, um, the need comes uh, definitely to play uh, when, uh, when the client portfolio uh, is, um, is big enough that uh, it needs uh, everyday management, um, as well as we see that in some certain specific area, uh, meaning, sorry, geographical location that uh, we just do not have enough uh, manpower to cover the sales activities. As for them, uh, as for the profession and, and previous experience, um definitely uh, um, space or aviation okay. knowledge would be beneficial um also it might be um development software development part so it depends very on the also on the on the person's uh, personality you see, I'm happy I asked this question because basically <coughs> it made you think what kind of background would help here, right? It's not that easy. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and, and, that's a good question. Like, right? Interesting. I really am looking forward to see your first salespeople uh, that you hire uh, beyond uh, the uh, founder, I mean, team. Okay, interesting. Silva, thank you very much. With this... Let's move on to round five and the last but not least, of course, and this is uh, Formula F3 and we call this funding for the future. As far mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. the future, we'll discuss in a second. And, and by now, I understand your total investment is around 1.1 million euros over three rounds, right? And the last one was raised uh, in August 2021. No, nope. uh, I would say, mm -hmm. yes, so, so uh, no, uh, we have re received external funding in the amount of 1.1 million. That's true. Um, as for the as for the rounding, I would say there has been only one round, which was the one I closed in in August this year, because the other um, uh, amounts we have uh, received as grants and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. grants from um, European uh, space agency as well as European Union. Yeah, yeah, I should have said uh, total investment and including pre-seed round in August 2021. It's great. Mm -hmm. Now, and as far as your lineup of investors, this is uh, Icebreaker VC, I guess? Mm -hmm. Yes, Icebreaker VC and UG Investments from Estonia. Yes, UG Investments as well, right. Now, I will try to formulate this diplomatically, but try to answer not diplomatically if you wish so. <laughs> what, Maybe you don't have much experience as far as interaction with VCs, but like it, this does not cover your VCs, right? That you work uh, with, uh, the VCs you work with. What would you say is the ideal 
um, ideal model of cooperation with the VC. Meaning VC does a good job when, okay, money, okay. So they click the wire transfer goes and reaches your bank account. This is very mm -hmm, important, mm -hmm. of course. What else you would expect from uh, ideal VC? Like yeah, so, uh, or UG, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I think we have right now an ideal, uh, uh, ideal uh, uh, VCs and ideal um, work. Um, Why? Uh, work. Uh, structure with the VCs because uh, first of all um, they have uh, knowledge um, in utilities and in space business um, also they are um, uh, hands-on um, uh, as much um, as we actually would like them to be so uh, time to time more time to time less um, yeah, we can always call, uh, contact, reach out to them. So they are always available. And um, yeah, due to their previous experience, they have also uh, good contacts, uh, which uh, would help us uh, in our journey. Yeah, okay, okay. And they have lots of companies in the portfolio I can see now, right? As far as Icebreaker, for instance. And UG, I haven't checked yet, but I'm sure they're also experienced. Now, in a nutshell, what this seed round investment is going to be used for and when do you plan the next round? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the seed round will be used mainly for the product development as well as sales activities, uh, uh, partly in, in legal. Um, and we are planning to fundraise again after 18 to 24 months. And uh, yeah, we are currently not uh, disclose, uh, disclosing the amount. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And now the most difficult question, what's the exit scenario in, for Silvia Lodi in this company? Oh, I, I wouldn't uh, say that what is the exit uh, uh, scenario for me only. So uh, there are other investors also uh, involved uh, in the company. So I would say that the exit for, for investors, it is always uh, depending on the, uh, on the specific situation. And I think uh, the exit uh, will be done or won't be done or will be done then uh, when the uh terms and conditions are very fav favorable for the investors as well as for the employees of the company Sylvia, you are now answering as a banker and i was hoping to get a, a you know a an answer from a romantic startup guy focusing on business above every cloud although the business itself is cloud-based and this is one of those rare situations when a cloud-based business actually services clients that are above actual uh, clouds you know and and you give me an extract from from like financial statement anyway silva thanks very much that was a great time and i wish you all the best thank it's you Alex. to see how estonian estonians are like breaking ground and you know and going higher and higher in, in space and wish all the best um we will thanks. be covering your successes on the go silva thanks a lot great chat bye-bye Thank you very much, Alex. Thank you for uh, inviting us here. Thanks.